0: good day happy friday to everyone appreciate you all out there tuning in on this uh, holiday wrap-up kind of show it'll be a little bit of an abbreviated show as i've got family christmas today and then tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day and then the next day and then the next no just i'm kidding but i do have Family Christmas this afternoon, and I still have to finish wrapping presents, and I still have to finish some shopping. Luckily, I do most of my shopping at the gun store, so that should be uh, they should be open and happy to see me. Hope you're all doing well. Hope if you're traveling this weekend that um, you stay safe, and, uh, and uh, remember to wash your hands a lot, take some vitamin C this weekend. Even if, uh, even if people don't appear sick, they're all full of, they're all filthy germ vehicles. I don't want you sick for New Year's. So when you go and see all your family this weekend, be taking that uh, vitamin C, take your zinc, uh, your elderberry, your um, whatever else that you like, wash your hands a ton. And then you won't be sick, potentially, for New Year's. There's a lot going on in the news, but we're going to just pick kind of a couple, uh, just a couple of interesting things to discuss. The first of which uh, is apparently the Democrats. I just think this is, I mean, like, look, I understand that this is the rules. We have to play by the rules that they set forth. But this just feels cringe. Um, but now we're talking about Biden getting taken off the ballot in several different states in retribution, uh, quercetin. That's what I was trying to think of cat girl. Yeah. Quercetin. I take that every day and I take zinc and C and D and, um, and I wash my hands a lot. Uh, that said, uh, apparently Joe Biden is, uh, Many Republican states now talking about removing him from the ballot, so I guess based you know I guess it, it feels like it's getting closer and closer to um the, the reality of of what many doomsdayers have said that you know, we're not even going to have a freaking election in 2024 uh, it's 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 wild to me, you know instead of taking care of you know, the ongoing invasion on our southern border or ongoing massive addiction problems, the opioid crisis, homelessness, mental health crisis. We're doing this lame-ass, this cringe-like tit-for-tat. We're being forced, the Republicans are being forced to lower themselves to the into the mud right with the democrats i understand why they're doing it because i mean quite frankly you know for how long can you just stand on your morals and then just keep losing so um if if that's what they want to do then sure let's remove biden from every republican state's ballot there just won't be a primary and it will all be pointless i mean the the sooner we get there what's up rumble rick the sooner we get to the point where both sides are like okay we're done playing these stupid games it's like with impeachment right although the republicans were completely unable to do that you know it was like with trump like for for the how many how long do we have to deal with trump and his stupid ass in for just for tv impeachment trials and they're talking about that instead of you know fixing this country i don't think that that bodes well with for americans Everyone should be removed from the ballots, creepy Joe. Yeah, I mean, let's have a cognitive test and see, you know, see if he knows where he is. It is, it is petty, but I guess this is what you have to do because, you know, and, and by the way, I think that if that, that's what the, the game that the Democrats want to play, then Republicans should do, be doing everything in their power to impeach Joe Biden. Just make impeachment meaningless, which is essentially what they've already done. You know, make impeachment meaningless again because they're not doing anything. It's not stopping anything. It's not making anybody not vote for... You think Trump getting impeached deterred a single Trump voter? No shot. No shot. So uh, let's just do it. Let's just, you know, impeach Biden on some bullshit too so everyone can be impeached. The problem is the Republicans in the office are a bunch of pussies. There are they are infested with uniparty rhinos who agree with Trump being removed from the ballot. You know? You got cuckolds like Dan Crenshaw, I'm sorry, patch McCain in there. You've got all sorts of these rhinos that are really just more interested in keeping their position of power and using it to enrich themselves that see the republicans can't get their ducks in a row to strike back against democrats the one thing the democrats do better than the republicans and basically always have is towed the party line they may agree disagree on everything but when it comes down to voting and and what's the good what's for the good of the party not for the people for the good of the party. The Democrats just are simply far better at it than the Republicans. And it's sad. You know? Jax says, are they only talking about no primary or are they talking about no election? I'm talking about primaries. The only guy that, you know, I mean, there are Republicans that are less cucked, guys like matt gates and stuff like that but like rhinos are just democrats they're they're part of the Uniparty. party you know they they that's what they do only two days till my kids do date oh jolly sailor! congrats i feel bad for your baby man christmas baby sucks christmas baby means they get ripped off on their birthday party and all those uncles and aunts they are supposed to give them a birthday present and a Christmas present. They only give them one present.
1: You shouldn't let them celebrate
0: their half birthday, like in June. It's not even necessarily just Christmas either. It's like if a kid's born December 20th, people cheap out on getting them a gift. You know what I mean? I'm thinking let them celebrate a half birthday in June so then they can still have a birthday party and then they can still have a Christmas party and they can still feel special. I think people should, I think more people should do that. Yeah. Jesus had the shittiest birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He did. What a, what a rip.
1: So let's talk
0: about there's a couple of things. Um, let's talk about this Disney story because I think this one's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, call it the con- yeah, call it, call it your happy conception day. So then it really gets uncomfortable when they're like 13 and 14, and the entire day becomes about the day that you know your mom and dad had sex. what's going on everyone happy friday the week there we le- day leading into the christmas weekend i want to say shout out to everybody if you're traveling this weekend um you know leave a like on the video to say merry christmas to somebody or happy hanukkah or merry festivus or whatever just that but also leave a like on the video for people that have to work this weekend people that you know don't have a lot going on on christmas um, you know, I wanna try to do something in my locals community. Maybe I'll even do a stream or something or at least a video on Christmas Day. Because I know this time of year can also be extremely lonely for people. And um I-, I wanna help contribute to that being a little less lonely have a little something to do. Maybe we can do something in the locals community or something. But uh, you know, Merry Christmas to you and I hope uh you know you wash your hands a lot this weekend and taking a lot of vitamins. But uh Disney is worried now that Woke is ruining their brand after consistent flops. They finally have admitted this. They have finally admitted it. The most beloved era of Disney was in the 90s, when all the classics were released that people still know and love today. The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King, Mulan, and many more told the kind of magical stories that stayed in our hearts along with catchy music that could get stuck in our head for days. This period is often referred to as the Renaissance era, when many suspect that these movies are the ones loved by women everywhere. Disney successfully captured the brilliance and timelessness of femininity. Jasmine was seductive and required her man to work for her. Ariel taught us about sacrifice and trust, and Mulan was both brave and family oriented All of the princesses had their own personalities and opinions, but they each made room for a prince to come in and sweep them off their feet. None of them were too proud to reject a man. These traditional Disney films were never political and the themes were always centered around a universal relatable stories that brought people together rather than driving them apart. However, Disney has certainly lost its way over the past couple of decades. They've lost their touch of producing hit movies that resonate with both young and old adults. You know, it hasn't lost its touch, by the way, is the year-end inventory blowout at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Up to 64% off. I mean, our chocolate covered espresso beans are seven bucks now. They're normally 13 bucks. Our chocolate pretzels, our dark chocolate, all this stuff is insanely cheap. The the roasted and salted cashews, spicy and sweet treat mix, the kettle corn, chocolate. I mean, all this stuff. Plus, we have a bunch of coffee flavors. Also off 40. 30% off, all of our tea is 30% off. If you go to the second page, there's even more and stuff is selling out fast. I know you probably won't get it for Christmas, but now you've got peaches and cream, orange creamsicle, pumpkin pie. Look at all this stuff that is massively on sale, 45, 50, 45, 50% off, 60% off on my hat. The cold brews are massively on sale. A lot of this is the last time you're gonna see this stuff stock up today, it'll be good. To have around the house obviously coffee and stuff lasts forever and you also have uh you know snacks and stuff like that for new year's parties you can bring you can put out if you're having one help us clear our shelves going into the new year's turning red a link's in the description turning red the disney pixar film of 2022 that was acclaimed for its heartwarming narrative and representation did not achieve high commercial success compared to other pixar films with the global box office of only 20 million Against a production cost of 175 million, it ranks among the biggest box office flops of 2022. The supposed reason for the underperformance is attributed to the simultaneous release Giggity on Disney Plus. This strategy allowed audiences to view the film at home, significantly affecting the worldwide box office earnings. However, it left people wondering if it just wasn't good enough to draw audiences. There were many parents who expressed their disappointment with the type of inappropriate content that was being delivered to teenagers for the sake of sending a particular message to the world. We also know that this date and date thing uh, is a joke. Um, that um, that that is not a real excuse. We know that because we can look at a movie like Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's, which absolutely crushed it at the box office, and also did well. For Peacock, I think it was on Peacock or Paramount Plus or whatever, and it didn't affect that. The Disney animated movie, Strange World, also faced a significant box office shortfall with an estimated loss of $150 million in 2022. A notably woke aspect of the film is the introduction of Disney's first openly LGBTQ teenage character who discusses a same-sex crush. The film's underperformance was also attributed to various factors, including Its inclusion of um, sexuality discussions, which deterred many parents from allowing their children to watch it. Some critics suggested that modern parents, more informed through social media, may choose to avoid content with inappropriate spicy themes for kids. Well, good idea. Similar issues were observed with Pixar's Lightyear, which also included a girl-on-girl kiss and initially underperformed at the box office. Chris Evans, a voice actor in Lightyear, criticized those opposed to the movie's, quote, inclusive content, However, what he considered inclusive was just seen as annoyingly woke to the general public. Parents have generally never been on board with showing children progressive content, regardless of the political message companies like Disney are desperately trying to send. Disney now has disclosed that it invested a staggering $965 million in four high-profile projects in 2023, which unfortunately turned out to be all significant flops. Ant-Man and the Wasp, The Little Mermaid, Indiana Jones, and Dial of Destiny and The Secret Invasion. This revelation comes amid cost-cutting initiative led by Bob Iger, who returned to lead the company. In early November, Bob said, at at the time when the lockdowns hit, conveniently when we must have possibly definitely didn't know anything and released Disney Plus like the same day, um, we were leaning into a huge increase in how much we were making, and it always felt like quantity can actually... I've always felt that quantity can actually be a negative when it comes to quality. I think that's exactly what happened. We lost focus. Typically, the budgets of movies and streaming shows are kept confidential, as studios usually limp, I'm sorry, lump these costs into their overall expenditures without detailing individual project expenditures. However, Disney's production activities in the UK provide a clearer picture in spending due to the unique financial reporting requirements for that country. Studios operating in the UK must set up separate companies for each production to evade avail a tax rebate of up to 25%. Now, since they've been leveraging that tax stuff, now we know. A notable example was Marvel Studios superhero film Ant-Man and the Wasp, which spent a hefty $193 million on pre-production and filming a movie open to mediocre reviews. And they write this, Disney acknowledges that Going Woke hasn't worked
1: out so well for them.
0: Disney is finally acknowledging the significant impact of wokeness and the culture wars on its operations. The admission was made in the annual financial report filed in the SEC for the fiscal year ending September 30th. The report highlights various aspects of Disney's performance and future risks. Disney employs about 225,000 people worldwide and emphasizes its commitment to creating a more inclusive and diverse workplace. The commitment aligns with diversity, equity, and inclusion objectives, which focus on reflecting the life experiences of its audience and supporting diverse voices. Financially, Disney has reported revenues of $88.9 billion for the fiscal year of 2023, marking a 7% increase from 2022. Despite this growth, though, the film has reduced spending on film and TV content, cutting from 30 billion to 27 billion. Iger plans to further reduce content spending to 25 billion next year. Alongside these cuts, Disney has also implemented staff reductions and other expense cuts achieve, achieving about a $7.5 billion cost savings. So they're going to they're gonna slow down production. They're going to put out less movies. The question is going to be whether or not they want to make them woke or not. Right? If, if they actually put out good movies, people will see them. We know this. We know this because the box office literally supported $2 billion movies at the same time. Like, I don't know if Oppenheimer actually crossed the $1 billion dollar mark, but it was very close. And barbie definitely did it was two billion dollars between the two movies at this and they were in the theaters at the same times so people are still willing to pay money to see good movies disney's involvement in culture wars and public debates has had a widespread effect the company acknowledges risks related to quote misalignments with public and consumer preferences Which affect demand and profitability across various segments including broadcast cable theaters internet mobile tech theme parks hotel resorts and consumer products this misalignment has led to challenges in adapting to the market changes and economic or social climates boy should or would have been easy if they just made funny cartoons for kids further consumers perceptions of our position on matters of public interest this is from disney Including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and societal goals often differ widely and present risks to our reputation and brands. Disney admitted, acknowledging that customer preference impacts revenue. Well, no, no kidding. Disney's leisure business is influenced by multiple factors, including health concerns and the political environment. The company's intervention in the debate over Florida's parental rights and education bill in March had significant repercussions. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis responded by revoking Disney's special district status in the state highlighting the cost of Disney's political engagement. They close the article by writing, Whether Disney is going to correct course is yet to be seen. Even with its flops, the brand remains the most recognizable name in the entertainment industry and it's committed itself so deeply to the woke liberal cause that it's difficult to imagine they would ever come back from that. In the meantime, their movies will continue to flop if they don't find a way to return to the Renaissance era or something even close to it and offer audiences heartwarming relatable stories rather than subtle and not so subtle tales of progressive politics. This was an article from Evie Magazine, by the way, support our cause and help women reclaim femininity. Shout out, Evie Magazine. I mean, I think like this is, I mean, this of course is how it works. This is, you know, absolutely true. Um. And no, Disney's not going to go out of business. Disney could certainly survive on, you know, large groups of people who are apolitical or people who are, um, in agreement with it. Right. But it will never be the same. At the end of the day, Disney has not been putting out good movies. People moved on from the superhero genre. Like superhero genre is dead boys. It's dead. Um, you know, you're gonna have a couple of outliers here and there, like Spider-Man movies, Deadpool, Wolverine might do good, but this like throw it against the wall and put a bunch of CGI on it and make money on it, that's dead. This Agatha whatever movie, that's gonna flop. All these movies that they're gonna put out, Miss Marvel flopped. Only the absolute best um, will will be able to make any money. And this whole mediocre cape stuff that that era is done. I mean, just wait till what we see what Aquaman does at the box office. I suspect it's going to be an absolute destruction. I hope you enjoyed this video. Don't forget to visit the year end clearance page. There's two pages of it, so look through it. This is a lot of this stuff is just never coming back in stock. The teas, I'm not sure if we're bringing back, so you can stock up that stuff last years. We have tons of coffee flavors, all this kind of stuff. Two different pages all massively on sale. Link will be in the description below. Stock up for New Year's and then the rest of the winter. I hope you enjoyed this video and we'll talk to you again real soon. Well, we'll still be here. By the way, here's the link in the chat. I'm sorry, that's to page two. Um, I'm going to actually, can we get this one page? Now there's only 160 T's left even. So make sure you get that. Now, what's interesting is there's something going on with Rumble. Agatha beg. <laughs> Agatha Agatha. Agatha.
1: Agatha.
0: Redbox CSE failed to pay their 800 employees today, Jeremy. They're going out of business this month. Whoa. You know what? I don't know about you. I always thought Redbox was a great idea, but uh, I never used it. You one thing is that Earl Grey is spelled Earl Grey. I was told it's Grey in America. America first, slap gray on that. Yeah, okay. They didn't pay him right before Christmas. That's brutal. There's a big charity scam that really hardly anybody's talking about, and I want to talk about it with you guys too. So it turns out that all those massive charity streams on Twitch uh, had a somewhat sinister side to them. Now, there are many people's names who are being attached to this, but I want to be clear from what I understand, people like Gold or Mizkiff or, um, you know, the people that were mentioned in these, I don't know if XQC is mentioned or something like that, looks like his pictures on it. They were not, as far as I can tell, directly involved in this at all. I'm hoping that they probably just didn't know. The reason I'm covering this is so that people understand when you give money to charity, you have to be extremely careful. You have to be extremely uh, diligent in your research because most of the time, mere pennies on every dollar that gets donated ever even make it to the particular uh, place where they're supposed to. And in this case, the marketing agency behind some of Twitch's most successful fundraising streams according to this article, collected 42% of the profits. Kept it for themselves. 42 cents on the dollar. And anybody who's talking about it is getting sued. So, you know, uh, I'm going to take that risk because I think it's important to report on this. But, uh, you know, it would help. Great. If you helped reduce the stock over at Coffee Brand Coffee, we're already having to remove certain items as they sell out. Think about the party stuff. If you're going somewhere on New Year's, our chocolate covered coffee beans, our um, roasted and salted You can't get a bag of cashews this big for seven bucks. Like all of our snacks, pick them up. You're gonna love them. And they're insanely discounted nearly 50% off. We've got coffee, we've got cocoa, we've got tea, all 30, 40, 50% off. And there's actually two pages of this. So when you scroll over, there's another page full of coffees that are 50% off. All while supplies last, you see, you know, pumpkin pie, orange cream, skull peaches and cream, French toast, our vanilla sugar cookie, which is selling like hotcakes, s'mores. I mean, our cold brews massively discounted. Everything's up to 62% off only while surprise lasts. So pick some up today. It's not going to make it by Christmas, but it'll be there shortly after. And of course it'll be stocked up for, you know, for new year's and also, um, uh, for the rest of your year. Now this Uh, And the link will be in the description. So according to Jacob Wolf, we have this. It's March 29, 2021. Five of Twitch's most watched men are sitting in front of a long white tablet inside of a room in an Austin, Texas home. Over the next eight and a half hours, Asmogold, Mizkif, Esfund, NIMP, Rich Campbell will unbox some of the rarest Pokemon cards in the world worth thousands of dollars. The hundreds of thousands of viewers watching will get a chance to win these cards if they donate to charity. Which that's actually, I don't think that's, I think you have to allow people to win without giving money, I think. Maybe it's different with charity. All of these cards from all these boxes are going to you guys, and the money for the giveaways is going to Games for Love, the site said of the popular most popular of the bunch, Gold. By the end of the eight and a half hours, the five men raised more than $600,000 for Games for Love. A Washington state-based charity focused on video game distraction therapy for terminally ill children. Sounds like an awesome charity. Before 2020, the charity had never raised more than 50k in a single year, according to their tax records. But then when these five members of OTK, led by more than 37 influencers, ran campaigns, throughout the next two years, it raised nearly $2 million in donations. I mean... Again, to the Asmogold and all the crew and all their viewers who donated, that is a huge W, huge W. Yet, according to public records, and again, I'm not implying that any of these guys knew this. I doubt they did, but this is just a cautionary tale that people need to be careful when they donate money. According to public records, almost half of that money never went to charity. At first, the idea of an influencer teaming up with a charity to raise money makes sense. Celebrities often speak on behalf of charities, encourage their fans and admirers to donate money. But as donors, fans and journalists have started to scrutinize relationships between internet influencers and charities claiming they support, they found questionable business practices that threaten to undermine the faith of people in them when clicking that donate button. Games for Love started raising a startling rise so it was anything but organic. Behind the scenes, an Atlanta-based marketing company, called soft giving played the middleman between the charity and who's who of Twitch and YouTube, the likes of OTK, Ludwig, Adrave, Justin Minx, I don't know who any of these people are, don't care, and other influencers, both big and small, and Games for Love wasn't the only beneficiary. In 2020 and 2021, soft giving and those influencers raised a total of $6.2 million, according to publicly available tax records. Yet only two, yet $2.6 million, roughly 42% of it was kept by soft giving to cover its commissions and expenses, including influencer fees, whatever that is. So if the influencers get paid, I don't know from those public records. I always say, if you want to donate to a charity, donate on your own, donate it directly. Don't give it to some middleman. Your local humane society. I still love giving, uh, supporting Toys for Tots. Um, but give it to them directly. In the course of this investigation, the Jacob Wolf report conducted more than a dozen interviews with influencers, their agents and managers, nonprofit industry leaders, academics, attorneys, accountants, competing brand marketing agencies, and the charities themselves. Many of them who spoke on the record. We also examined. By the way, shout out to Jacob Wolf. Dang. We also examined more than 250 pages of documents, including public tax returns, partnership contracts, correspondence, web archives, and many streams that occurred over that two-year period. What we learned is that soft giving was not consistently forthcoming with the public, nor the influencers that it worked with, about its expenses and how it compensated itself. And in several instances, it told influencers a different story than what actually occurred in reality. Soft giving, which has now renamed itself Brandfluence earlier this year declined to provide executives for interviews and cancel multiple planned meetings during the reporting of this story. It instead filed a lawsuit against the author of this story, Jacob Wolf, on December 14th, prior to the publication of this piece, alleging that he had defamed their company, a letter written by the attorney representing Brandfluence demanded that we do not publish this piece. Well, I guess, you know, that's going to happen, boys. Make sure you leave a like on this video and you post it on twitter and you post it on facebook and you post it on minds and gab and tell people this is why you need to beware when you donate to to, uh, charities and if they're trying to squash any legitimate criticism it is our job to show them again what the streisand effect really is we believe in investigative journalism and our first event right and freedom of press Here's an inside look of how middlemen marketing company capitalized on a niche of highly viewed yet critically underserved, underserved industry of influencer led charity marketing campaigns. And in the process made itself millions of dollars. Giving's pitch to the charity industry focused on the personal story of its founder and CEO, Matt Flatsgraf In various interviews. He credits his charitable aspirations to childhood where he spent time at local boys and girls club in Iowa. After graduating from the University of Iowa in 2008, he ran a for state office, but ultimately lost and found himself working in the payment platform industry. Eventually, he quit his job, moved to Atlanta after receiving an investment from a venture capitalist in the area. He started SoftGiving in 2017. In its earliest days, SoftGiving worked a pro- on a roundup product for debit and credit cards. Roundup, meaning like, hey, do you want a roundup for charity? Um, and this also made the company almost no money. So eventually they pivoted to focus on marketing for charities flat, uh, flats said that he saw an opportunity for charities to grow their market share. He leaned, I'm going to, I, I want to let you read some of his stuff. I'm going to stick to the, you know, the nefarious stuff here, but at Jacob, Jacob Wolf dot report, you can read this, you know, they had evident, you know, evidence and, and things like that, smaller charities, things of that nature. Um, it goes on for about 18 months. From the beginning of 2020 to 2021, some streamers who worked with Softgiving, many of whom were paid to do so, did not disclose that they were being compensated. Donation pages built by the Atlanta-based marketing agency did not contain prominently displayed disclosures outlining that, in fact, Softgiving paid influencers or that, in some cases, it took a commission, which feels illegal. I'm not a lawyer. I, I don't know that for sure. Over these two years, SoftGiving created campaigns that raised more than $6.2 million for charity. SoftGiving compensated itself with 2.6 out of the 6.2 million, or approximately 42% of the money raised, according to tax records. The company declined to comment on how much of that went to its bottom line versus how much went to the influencers. So now the question is, when you see Hassan Abi raising all this money for Palestine, you see all these people raising money. Now you see the economy, right? I'm not saying they were paid. I'm saying some clearly were, and it was not disclosed because they knew what they were doing was wrong. You have the situation where the charity company, Softgiving, has a chance to skim off 42 cents out of every dollar donated. The idea would be then they could take some of that, kick it back to the creator, right? So the creator gets five grand to promote a charity. Everybody looks good. But in fact, it's a super nefarious, like theft, you know, in 2021, when games for love raised nearly $2 million of donations from soft giving organized events, according to publicly available tweets and archived donation pages, the charity received just $1 million afterwards after soft giving and influencer cuts. So influencers were getting paid. So I, I hope Aspen Gold is not caught up in this. I don't care about any of these other people. I doubt it gold has got more money than he ever needs to do with, and he doesn't even spend it. So I, I hope that he doesn't. You know, it's like, if you say you're donating $1, but only 50 cents of it, 50 cents of it is going to keep the lights on of this organization that's a middleman. By the way, if they donated the $2.6 million directly to Games for Love, they would have gotten $2.6 million. Instead, they got just $1.1, which is still obviously an immense amount of money, but... What value did soft giving add in this? Many of the charities on the list bring significant revenue outside of gaming, including CARE, Make a Wish Foundation, American Cancer Societies. In a series of conversations from 2019 to 2022, soft giving offered one small charity, Stack Up, which benefits active duty military and veterans, commission based deals that would split donations after expenses and transaction fees according to emails, messages from the Jacob Wolf Report from the nonprofit CEO. Listen to this. The first deal for StackUp offered in 2020 split donations 80-20, with 80% going to the charity, Machuga said. The second in April split the net proceeds 50-50, and then the third was 50-50 again. StackUp did not agree to any of the deals. Machuga said that with each passing year, the proposed percentages proceeds that Softgiving would charge for its services continue to increase. If you say you're donating a dollar, but 50 cents of it goes to keep the lights on of this organization or giving this in the streamers' pockets, that's where you start getting into the icky feeling of getting a little out of control. Here they show Hassan Abi. Ooh. In February 2023, Softgiving received its most publicity to date. Following devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, One of Twitch's most watched streamers, Hasan Piker, was determined to raise money for the disaster. Born in the U.S. to Turkish parents, later raised in Istanbul. Don't really care. Hasan's a douchebag. Anyway, one day later, Hasan Piker and Softgiving teamed up to launch the campaign to benefit care. Halfway through Piker's eight and a half hour stream, things took a turn. On Twitter, Joshua Belkin, a former Tiltify software engineer, Engineer leaked a seemingly templated version of Softgiving's base commission contract, which matched the contract that Machuga provided the Jacob Walsh report, Wolf report in 2022. This document showed that Softgiving proposed to receive 50% of the donations after reimbursements and expenses of transaction fees. Those on Twitter and in Hassan Piker's Twitch chat became livid. Piker also grew more and more incensed, confused by what Belkin had just posted. This makes me so frustrated that I donated to Hassan's campaign, one donor said. Joe Landry wrote on Twitter in response to the Belkin. What a corrupt, dishonest practice. Social media quickly turned on Piker. Some allege that Piker took the money for himself. Others called him a hypocrite. Another influencer, iShowSpeed, who had donated $8,000 to Piker's earthquake relief fund, uh, called the stream a scam on his stream and went back on his pledge to donate another $50,000 to the cause. The backlash further enraged Piker. In the next three days, Piker raised more than $1 million for CARE. His manager, David Hunsinger of Night Media, told the Jacob Wolf Report that Softgiving provided him receipts showing that 100% of the funds minus normal transaction fees were donated to CARE. It's unclear what sort of relationship Softgiving held with CARE. But of course, after that incident, their reputation was completely destroyed. I don't believe that, you know, as much as I dislike Hassan Piker, I don't believe he knew this. Um, I'm concerned. I'm curious how many streamers were paid kickbacks on raising money for charity, though. You should read the full report at JacobWolf.Report. He's done some amazing work here, um, and so much so that he's getting sued over it. Uh, It doesn't seem like this lawsuit's going to go anywhere to me because it seems like pretty solid reporting. Don't forget to pick up your year-end Coffee Brand Coffee stuff only while supplies last we sold 400 items yesterday we are pulled like nearly 10 items off this page already so get on over there pick it up today don't miss out link in the description we'll talk to you again real soon the CD underbelly is exposed boys the CD underbelly is exposed
1: I'll be right back real quick.
0: Bathroom break. Meow. Yeah. Jack says, I'm a Christmas Eve baby. Half birthdays suck. Uh, yeah, not as many gifts or friends over for your B day, but when they become adults, they're the only ones to have family members for their birthdays. My birthday party is is lunch, and that's cool. Fair enough.
1: Yes, I did wash my hands.
0: So I I went to, uh, I had the unique experience of being able to eat at um, I think one of only two, three Michelin star restaurants in the entire country last night. It was wild, you know, probably not something I do ever again, but it was, you know, an opportunity, a gift. It was, uh, it was wild. It was one of the weirdest slash if it felt like it felt like, uh, the movie, the menu a lot, (laughs) except if you've seen the menu, it was even crazier than that like there were there were um great. like there was a whole show of when they made dessert like they filled the room with smoke and they like come out and that that was just that wasn't even like the wildest thing that that they did there was like also when they when you eat when the very first meal you had which was like a salads with like i don't like mushrooms but like they had truffles on everything. I think truffles are a great way to just drive up the price of stuff, in my opinion. Like I'd never buy a truffle, um, but I had so many truffles. <laughs> like it was an it was it was it was incredible. I had sea urchin foam or something like that. I didn't care for that. Um, the I don't know, places like that insist on themselves being great too much. I I don't know. You know, I posted a video of it and everyone was shitting on it. I get it. But like, I thought it was awesome. I mean, I'll never do it again, you know. That was like a one-time thing. But anyway, where I was going with that is I just took the most expensive, the most valuable poop I've ever pooped in my life just now. Just so you guys know.
1: That, uh, the most expensive poop by far.
0: I was going to save it. I thought maybe, maybe like I could and framed it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no gold leaf in anything. That um, the gold shit is a scam. Like uh, that, Salt Bay has those stupid, like that he has tomahawk steaks, which are like mediocre meat, and then he puts gold, cooking gold leaf all over it, so he can charge people like five hundred dollars. They're garbage. Was it a write-off? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I talked a lot of business. Can you guesstimate how much in weight you ate versus poop you pooped? Then we can figure out exactly how much it's worth. That's true. We need to know what my body retained.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How much for the dinner? Like 1K each? It's in that ballpark, yeah. Okay. I've got this... uh, Right off, oh, that was a big write-off. Th- f- eight days before
0: the end of the year, also <laughs> the tweet thief. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, he definitely stole this tweet from this guy, but at least he tagged him.
1: I just thought this was a, a fun. I think for all four people, it was like.
0: uh $5,500 for dinner for four people <laughs> Even saying that out loud feels disgusting. <laughs> no, there's no to go. And you know what's wild is like you don't like at a at a place like this you don't even you don't even uh you can't get you can't get uh what you want to drink like there is no you can't say like i want a jack and coke i want this and that no you drink what they tell you to drink essentially you buy three cows for five grand how yeah how young are they they got to be pretty young yeah there there's well no there is substitution sort of like my wife's a vegetarian so they made everything special for her that were all like no 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 other all vegetarian stuff Yeah you can't you can't uh what restaurant did I go to it's called Alineas it's in downtown Chicago But like they, I sat down and I was like we stopped at a bar before we went there and I was just drinking my normal like Bacardi Limon and Diet Sprites. I sat in there and we were waiting to like service to start and he asked for drinks. So I was like, "Um, can I get like a vodka seltzer?" He looked at me like I had just kicked his cat. He's like, "Ah, uh, we can talk to the sommelier." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> never mind. This not you don't get to you don't get to pick anything." It's wild. Yeah, the traffic was the traffic was insane. You have a wife. People th- I have a I've been I've been with my wife for twenty two years. That's why it always cracks me up when people like uh say like, you know, I'm uh, you know, unmarried or an incel or something like that. I just don't post her all over the internet. I posted a picture last night, and people are always like, "Not that guy or that guy." Um, there, I've been with her since I've been with her for 22 years. By the way, these are balloons that you eat. They're filled with helium, and then there's like this. It tastes like apple pie. You eat the outside of it, and it like it uh, it tastes like apple pie. and like this is how they bring you dessert what is happening they like pump the room full of smoke it's smart we're all gonna die they have like a hundred people coming in This is just one of the courses, by the way. Just one of the courses. The frozen thing they smash is, I I think, they call these things trinkets that you eat. It's all, like, how it gets put in. Everybody has a job. Then the bananas are only there to serve as a something to pour hot chocolate or something. Then they like, then they bring ice cream that was stored in dry ice. Stack it on there. Then they sprinkle this stuff. that's dessert that's one of the you get all these courses it's called paint sweet potato passion fruit banana muscat i most of the stuff i don't even know it was all it was all stupid good (laughs) i just i like i said it's a once in a you know once in a lifetime thing you know you could say what you want about how the dessert looked. It was stupid delicious. Like every everything was s- stupid delicious.
1: Mm. No, I was full when we left. <laughs> Yeah, the menu, I posted the
0: menu that, what, what we had that night. You'd have to like, I mean, they had black cod, which was ridiculous. Most of the stuff I'd never had before in my life. We had a meal that was just white truffles, pierogi, and black truffle. It was like stupid, it was like st- stupid good. Then there was one that was like um, Wagyu. There was, one these, there was a couple of meals with Wagyu. I don't know. It was it was wild. Uh, like a fat man full or a normal feel good full. A normal feel good full full. Like uh, you feel like, like I didn't eat before I went to bed, so like we left at like eight o'clock. It was, you're there for three hours. We left at like eight o'clock, and you know by the time I got home, it was like ten thirty. And uh, yes, it is real Wagyu there, not like the fake, uh, you know, the w- real Wagyu, not like the fake stuff a lot of steakhouses sell here and like try to tell you it's Wagyu. The music is only for during that presentation and then it, it all the music is different for each plating series, you know. Yeah, you feel full, but not like, you know, like if you go to like a steak restaurant or something and you have like four bites of steak left and it's just not enough to take home, so you eat it and then you're like, I'm so full. It's not like that. So we got some... uh Weirdos in chat, good for you. How come they were playing that annoying music though? It goes with the song is about whatever, it's like part of the experience. The music stops as soon as they're done with the with making that plate, you know?
1: They bring a toilet to your table and you can even yeah. All right, so let's take a look.
0: Any pho fans? I love it. I love Vietnamese food. Food. I love it. I love it. I love it. There's no good pho restaurants. There used to be a place in Milwaukee called Ways. There used to be two locations and one of them was much closer. It was like 40 minutes to get there, 30 minutes to get there. I used to go there all the time and it was so sad because I would get in there and I would sit down. It would be like 5 o'clock on a Thursday and there was nobody there. And they made those, um, my wife really liked these, um, they made like tofu spring rolls where it's like wrapped, it's like wrapped in this clear thing, it's not deep fried, and then there's like peanut sauce, they're they're, like so good. But then they closed, because no one ever went there. I grew up poor, I couldn't eat at a place like that, so did I. I'm not saying like I'd ever, you know, it's not like something I do... It's like a it's like a vacation, you know. It's like a it's an experience, you know. It's a whole day thing, a you know, three hour drive down there, three hour drive back, three hours at dinner, drinks before, you know. It's a it's a whole thing. I'm not saying it's for everybody, you know. I'm not like defending spending that much money on food. Well, they're called rice wraps. What are they wrapped with? Rice paper? Is that what they're wrapped with? Those I loved. Even I, and they just had tofu in them, and I don't even really care for like tofu, but th- those were really good. Did they make everything at the table? Um, most everything was, no, most everything was, in one case they did, they made it at the table, but usually everything came in pieces, and then they would come and show you, how, they would like tell you, they like tell, had to tell you how to eat everything. There's like instructions you got to do this, then this, then this. Or oh, they're just spring rolls, yeah, but not, they weren't deep fried.
1: They should be happy with Mr. Beastberg. They She should be happy. Yeah. We just call them fresh spring rolls. Okay, that's what they are. Yeah. I love those. I don't even really like veggies, you know? All
0: right. We got to take a look at yesterday... Uh, a young woman actually a couple times this week we've enjoyed some of the folly of some young women including the one that took us through the journey uh, of her finding out that she had the herpaderp why you would put that on the internet I couldn't possibly I couldn't possibly imagine Uh, I I couldn't possibly uh, fathom the, the, Ameri- the, the American mindset can't possibly understand why in, on earth you put that into that, but she did. Then we talked about yesterday a feminist who abandoned feminism uh, at the drop of a hat simply after meeting a non-soy-infused regular guy. She was so into it, she almost slid off her stool simply because he bought a round of drinks. And now we have an American woman, I think, Uh, visiting Japan and finding out that the Japanese don't exactly care for attention-seeking women. Um, Japan has a modesty culture. And, you know, the thing is, too often, I think it's totally fine for women or or men. I don't know if men dress up to go to the gym. I bet you there are men that do. Um, I think it's totally fine for a woman to want cute workout clothes or whatever the case may be. There's nothing wrong with that. Not every woman has to work out in like a 5X t-shirt and and jean shorts or something like that. Um, there's dressing cute at, you know, when you go to work out. And then there's doing it simply to seek attention, which we see a lot of. There's one gym guy, Joey something or other. He made a, he's made a whole career of, of blasting these like over-entitled women who do it and like just go to the gym to take a selfie. And... People, people see that, you know, I'm sure you've seen that. Uh, And this one is another um, woman who really just, uh, you know, they really just want to be the center of attention. Uh, Shout out Joey Swole is his name. Yeah, this is another life lesson. Thanks to Japan. By the way, last time you're going to hear about it this week. Don't miss out on the year-end blowout at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Up to 60-plus percent off while supplies last. Remember, one thing I didn't mention yesterday, there's actually two pages of products. Many, many of our coffees are 50% off or more. Peaches and cream, pumpkin pie, orange cream, skill, French toast. I mean, get them all. Stock up. Get like 10 flavors. Stock up for the year. We have all of our cold brews on deep discount. Even have, we even are, have our caramel hot cocoa thirty percent off, which is great. This is a big inventory reduction for us at the end of the year. We stock up always for Christmas, and then now you get to reap the benefits of me uh, fudging numbers and putting a few extra zeros and things. All these snacks would be, I mean, seven dollars for dark chocolate covered espresso beans. That's stupid. Cashews for seven bucks. These chocolate covered sunflower, everything is super delicious and super discounted. Only while supplies last. This stuff is not coming back in stock. So make sure you get it at the link in the description below. Now let's go to Japan. De-de-de-de- nope, that's, nope, nope, not going to do it.
2: If you are coming to Japan and planning on going to
1: the gym. Let-
0: oh, thank God. She's not American. Shoo. Shoo. Japanese gym etiquette.
1: If you are coming to Japan
2: and planning on going to the gym, let me just warn you, do not wear a matching set. Do not wear a cute little outfit like this. I know that we all love them. I feel so super cute right now.
0: I know that we all love them. I feel so super cute right now. Bro, you're supposed to go to the gym. You're supposed to go... Why does her face look like a gingerbread cookie? Anyway. The... You're supposed to go to the gym to work out. Now I get it. People meet people there, whatever, I guess. But like, we've all seen the videos of these idiot women, and they're almost always women who have like their chest hanging out and then they get mad. You know, then they get mad when somebody is like looking at their boobs hanging out. Like, I don't even, I don't even understand, you know, why. You know, I don't understand what women are thinking when they do that, but I guess like, you know, I just, I don't get it. And then why are they always filming themselves? I get filming yourself when you're going to the gym, if you're doing like powerlifting and you want to watch, you go look at your form later or something like that. But anyway, let's, let's, I digress.
2: If I wear something like this to the gym, Japanese people literally treat me like I have whore written on my forehead. Like they stop and they look at me and they're like, what the fuck? Like I've forgotten to get dressed. This is how I dress now. Now that I've been living here for a year, when I go to the gym, this is how I dress. Like all the other Japanese people. I'm not fucking kidding you, this is the vibe.
1: This is the vibe.
0: So? So what? By the way, apparently social shaming works, right? Apparently it actually works because she changed
2: Okay The pants with the leggings on underneath. This is the look that we go for Okay, I couldn't feel less hot.
0: Oh They always tell you don't they They always tell you don't they I couldn't feel less hot Are you why do you want to why are you going to you're not
1: going to the club
0: Like, you're not going to the club.
1: I couldn't
2: feel less like working out than in this. But if I wear the other thing, then people literally stop what they're doing and look at me. So this is the vibe. So if you come to Japan, just be prepared.
0: I'm I'm so sorry this happened to you. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Even though you're clearly just wanting to do... This for attention. You see a lot of this. Finally, someone gets it. I was filming content for my page when this girl walked through my frame twice. Again, so what? This is a very common thing at gyms. And I think I'm I'm sure men do it too. A gym is not a personal workout studio. Buy some free weights and wear your, your revealing clothing if you want at home. By the way, filming content for my page generally is probably some OnlyFans horror or something like that. Oh, that other girl's got, she's got some cakes. She's caked up. She's caked up. Oh, my God, no. You are fine. It's a public jam. You are totally fine. Oh, okay. There you go. Someone who actually gets it. This gym is a shared space, not your personal videography studio. I mean, that's that's what happens. Like, I I don't really understand like these gym gym girls who do this kind of stuff. You know, it's very simple when you go to the gym, you put your stuff on, you put your you put yourself away. Jesus. You put yourself away and you clean it. Here's another one. Stop getting upset if someone walks through your video. Who's this video for? Porn sites, probably.
1: Push the Am I right? The
0: like, oh my God, she's so offended. She's so offended that her TikTok that she's making in a public space. You can film all this. She can't buy a dumbbell. There is a reason they do this in public, just so everyone knows, you know? it's not expensive to build a home gym if you just want to buy like some free weights and a treadmill what are you talking you could even buy there's a whole industry called like second wind i don't know if there's still a thing um i don't know if it's still a thing what second wind used to be called you could buy used workout equipment that's all fixed up and ready for like super cheap don't get if it happen to blow it makes a round sounds Pussy She's about to like, she's, she's about to have and a complete down. meltdown rap on my back and I'm black and I mean, wh- wh- who is this broad? You know, like, I don't even understand That, like You end up a situ- situation where you're mad that You're in a public place, by the way You're in a public place and somebody walks like setting down your phone and pressing record does not actually transfer ownership of the gym to you. And then another thing people do is like film other people at the gym, uh, like maybe with bad form or something like that. Like POV, you get a free ticket for your favorite show. It's like, yes, people will look at you in shared spaces like the gym when you do headstands. This guy's whole career, hey, good for him, inspiring people. I'm definitely going to go hard in the new year and try to get back in shape. I was on such a good path, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me, <laughs> you know, you say, when, I just don't understand it. The facus victimus, better known as the toxic gym girl, a hugest jackmanius, minding <laughs> his own business, completely unaware of the danger he's in. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you filming this? Single glance is all it can take for the fakest victimus to spring fakest into victimus. action. Fakest victimus. And there it is. Oh. The toxic gym girl accuses the male of staring at her buttons. She calls him a creep during this most unusual of spectacles. For attention is the main source of nourishment for these nasty creatures. I feel mean, like that's you know, that's ultimately it. You know, like... The I don't understand... And there's a lot of these people, by the way. A lot of these people. But I hope you enjoyed just a little making fun of of uh, Entitled Brats today. Make sure you get your year-end blowout sale. It'll probably be sold out by the end of the weekend, or there'll be very few items left. Get your order in today. I know a lot of people are thinking, hey, I got Christmas stuff dealing with. I respect that 100%. But there's also... Great opportunity for you to save a bunch of money and support coffee brand coffee. I hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon. Uh, something somebody um somebody said, what kind of tea would you recommend?" I mean, I think you should if you've never really had tea before, you know, people really like our mint tea. Um, but like obviously, you could go with something basic like a green gunpowder or a Earl gray. These are staples that people generally really like. Um, I know the coconut chai sells extremely well. Um, or the uh the other Masala Chai organic sells that's like one of our top sellers. Look at that 69 reviews, five, 4.9 out of five stars. So our tea is very, very good. It just doesn't sell a lot in comparison to our coffee. So I'm blowing it out. Yeah, I was doing good when um I was doing good on the workout path. When, uh, when the fight was going to happen and then when that, uh, when that stopped, um, you know, uh, when, the, when he canceled, when he backed out of the fight like an absolute hero, um, it gave me an excuse to get off the treadmill. So I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to get these videos edited. Uh, for everyone today, there's like, uh, going to be three or four standalone videos again today. Um, and then I've got to go do some Christmas shopping. I want to let everyone know the holiday schedule. I think we're basically straight except what, like regular show Tuesday, right? Um, I think, I think we're just back to regular, regularly scheduled program, uh, Tuesday, because like christmas day stream that's not happening right i'll try to put some content out though i'll try to do something and keep give you guys something to watch something to do i'm gonna link by the way that coffee brand coffee sale page in the chat and it's also in the description
1: i should fight the guy that punched him i don't need to fight him i took all his money I already won. Yeah, I want y'all... Hey,
0: listen to this. Can I give you a message before you leave? This time of year is, is really tough for a lot of people. And it's going to be tough for me. You know, for first Christmas, my dad passed away. It's probably going to be very tough for my mom. And I'm, there's nothing special about me. A lot of people have a hard time... Um, this time of year, if, if you just, if you need somebody to talk to, or you just have to get something off your chest, um, you can always email me the quartering at gmail.com. Even if you just need to vent or, uh, you know, you need something, you need to know someone's hearing you or hear your message. You know, you can always email me, uh, the quartering at gmail.com. And I try to get back to everybody. So if you, if you're feeling lonely or you're feeling like, down or something like that um you you could always email me i'm always on my phone i'm always checking it um you know and uh you know people here in chat are all here for each other and um you know i know it can be a tough time of year and uh you know i want to be around so there's the if you're in locals that you could post in the locals chat and talk to people um maybe I could like start a live stream on Rumble just so the chat's going. Like uh should I just do like a 24 hour um Christmas tree? Like it's just a maybe wouldn't that be cool? What if I do that? Um maybe on like maybe on like Christmas day I'll like find a loop of like a Christmas tree and like presents and sound or something like that and like um stream it just so you guys can have the rumble chat to to hang out in um maybe i can do that and then you guys can like if you're bored um then you can pop in the chat or something like that yeah like get the yule log uh like a 24-hour yule log burning um let's do that okay i'll do that um so that way the chat's the chat's just up for you guys this weekend and you can always like pop in the chat i'm sure there'll be people in there talking again if you really need someone to talk to of course you can email me um and uh i'll do that i'll um when should i mean i could just fire it up right now probably i'll start it tomorrow i'll just start it tomorrow um i have a gilded chat as well too yeah um the logging yeah 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 i'll do that um I'll see if I can get my editors to do something like that. And um, I love you guys. I appreciate you. And we'll see you back on Tuesday. And I'll be in the chat too. I'll check out. I'll get, the, I'll get the stream going at some point. Oh, by the way, shout out to Antong. Antons, king of Biltong. Good afternoon from Antons Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code STICKS. What? You copy pasted that on the wrong stream, Anton. It's code the Q. The Q, one word. AtlantaBiltongAntoniose.com. Merry Christmas, and you spelt Mary wrong. To everyone on the stream, and to you, Jeremy. You giving the clanker my sale? bastard. But you did. Uh, you did. I did get my biltong yesterday in the mail. Anton troll God. Yeah, <laughs> you dick. Um, Yeah, okay. I'll figure out as soon as I can get the stream up, I'll do it. How about that? As soon as I can get the stream on, I'll do it. So then you guys can hang out in the chat and have a place to, and have a place to, 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 you know, just chat and, and um, something to do, throw it up on TV, something like that. Appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Whatever. Just have a great weekend.